The following episode of Gilded Calamitous Podcast contains subject matter and discussion of topics that may be considered triggering by some listeners. Viewer discretion is advised. Incoming Guild Transmission. Code Sierra. Dango. Romeo. Oscar. Hilo. Echo. Rilo, I'm your vet fan. I'm Garden, I'm your baby fan. This is Guild of Calamitous Podcast, an unofficial Venture Brothers rewatch podcast. Uh, so this feels like a whole other season, but it's not. Uh, this is the second half of uh, season four. It's where all the juicy bits are. All the squidgy bits. The squidgy bits. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Is that what we're going to call it? Uh, That's what I'm calling it. This this episode is quite squidgy. It is. It is. I Uh, loved every minute of this. I know. It's such a delightful, a delightful romp, so to speak. Uh, And not, not only because of the song, but like just there's so much about it that is so good there there uh, was so like from the get-go i was like oh my gosh well it's who doesn't love a good inner space parody <laughs> you know who doesn't love a going in the body shrunken down oh yeah story those, those are fun they're fun it's fun uh, but it's um, more it's like it's every single like little thing in this i just reveled in it yeah, and the episode we're talking about is, of course, the Diving Bell versus the Butter Glider. Uh, written by Jackson Public. Directed by Jackson Public. I'm sorry. The Butter Glider is fucking ridiculous, and it kills me. Um, with an original air date of September 12, 2010. So we're almost a whole year after our last adventure with the ventures uh and the episode number is 48 uh our cast of characters and voice casts for this episode are as follows patrick warburton as brock samson michael Sinter nicholas as dean venture chris mcculloch as the monarch hank venture sergeant hatred pete white hunter gathers henchman 24 king gorilla and tim tom and Doc Hammer as Dr. Mrs. The Monarch, Henchman 21, Billy Quizboy, Shoreleave, and Kevin. Gotta have the Moppets in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a Moppet-heavy season. Don't worry. I still it's want not to be drown. I still want to, like, stuff them in a bag and throw them off a cliff, but, like... I don't... I partially got my wish. <laughs> P- partially... Um, so boom, straight Big action. action. Um, it's uh 21's first uh solo arch, and he's handling, he's handling down, he, yeah, with the cocoon. He has the cocoon, he has the Muppets chasing him. He, it's On so good. Cycles, uh, and you get you. The best line out of Hank, you get uh I'm out of gun food. The mood. But Dr. Venture's also unconscious. Dr. Venture's no, he's half unconscious. He's half he's half unconscious. Uh which is never a good sign. Uh half of his body refuses to body. Half of his body is refusing to body. Uh and blessedly. No pun intended. Uh, they go to a Catholic hospital, so but also, they can't arch there. Not, so not so that saves them. They go off a cliff, followed by the Moppets, who then 
molt their pupa uniforms into tiny henchman uniforms. <laughs> with, with the working wings. I, I, was... did, I really love the mob. I don't understand why people don't like the Moppets. I really, I genuinely love them. It's their personality. Like, I know, they're tiny, no creepy on little show. munchkins that I just want to, like, beat with a stick. No one on this show has a genuinely good personality. Oh, no. Let's be real. These, these are just, like, tiny, vicious chihuahuas. Yeah. Uh, uh, knife. <laughs> they have fucking knives. Fucking knife. Yeah, they have knives. That's... <laughs> That's a that's the They're problem. so violent. Like um Brock's so violence is at big... least purposeful. This is just like <laughs> a knife. <laughs> what do you have there? A knife. No. Like that's the level. Yeah. Um so King Gorilla was noticeably the only the only uh so, uh, jailmate of the monarch that uh, survived that that phantom limb didn't get uh, bailed out or paroled and then hunt. <laughs> uh, but he has gotten out uh, and is noticeably incredibly ill. Yeah, um, he has he he is uh, he's uh, dying. Unfortunately, I I hate to be the one to say that he has lung cancer. Um, and I I will say we, we do have to say goodbye to him at some point here. So, such is the say. way. Such is the way when um, these things happen. Uh, but for now, he's home and looks comfortable and happy enough. He's on oxygen. Uh, he he's you know just partying with his friends. It's great. Uh, and. Just I, love the to... shirt. I love the shirt he gets. Yeah, a statutory ape. Uh, this is the one season <laughs> after they had... So, season three had Shirt Club. Season four didn't. Then they started Shirt Club again for season five. Like, if they had done season four Shirt Club... It would have been the statutory ape shirt. Statutory ape would have been the shirt for this episode. I guarantee you. Yeah. I guarantee you. That that would have been the ep- that would have been that episode's shirt. Um, you could you can tell me I'm wrong, but you'd be lying. It it might have been a butter glider shirt, or another thing that we will discuss relatively soon. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah that that it, that that definitely be on the list. I mean, it, you can't wear it out anywhere, but. Oh, hell no. It's fucking funny. It's fucking funny given that it's King Gorilla. Uh, and, I mean, he did get smuggled in uh, Tarzans. So, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. If it There's, was any other character, it would have been... It would have been terrible, been. but it's it's King Gorilla. And it's, so... it's King Gorilla. Um, I and mean, the, we're already at the limit of... St- silliness there yeah yeah that anything um, it's just like this is kind of hilarious um so monarch didn't King hear Gor- that he was sick though yeah nobody told him um uh, nobody told me that is that you know, someone you should have fucking told him you know um but i wanted to point out some of the people at the party because we do see a lot of them again um we get uh galacticon uh omega ape mm-hmm. all of the villains by the way a good majority of them all have all have names like there's one that i don't think even talks that is called unicornelius like That's all of these all, good name. all of the characters have names i swear to god God bless Doc and Jackson. They've named a good majority of these things. But uh, in attendance, uh, Galacticon, Omega Ape, Princess Tiny Feet, Scorpio, who we saw in uh, Handsome Ransom, mm-hmm. Tunnel Vision, who we'll learn more about in season six, Ooh. 
and Vangloria, who will show up again as well. <laughs> so it's the standard villains that they've sort of made as the crowd villains, like when they need to fill up a thing, a guild thing. Yeah. Um, but they have names. I, I just wanted to toss that out there because they do have names. Uh, and I mean, no one told Dr. Mrs. the Monarch or the Monarch that he was sick. Uh, and the grim, it's a grim reminder that none of them are getting any younger. Some of them aren't getting any older either. <laughs> terrible, terrible, but unfortunately, that is how the life do. That is how the life do, and we have recently become very well aware of that. Um, and the fact that, uh, Like, it, that it's punctuated by King Gorilla getting Monarch's gift and laughing and coughing and smiling. But also yeah. coughing because he is terminally ill in his respiratory tract. Like, that is, it's yeah. so, it's just, it's so fucking tragic. I, I feel really bad for King Gorilla. Yeah, uh, like, I, it's an oof. It's an oof, but not as big of an oof as giving a guy with little cancer a carton of Manboro cigarettes. Although, I will make this argument. At that point... Smoke them if you got them, you know? You're not gonna get... Like, okay, no, you will get worse. But it won't give you more cancer. You know? <laughs> That's one of the things where it's like, it's not gonna give you more cancer at that point. It's, it's not going to give you more cancer. You, but it's not going to give you more cancer. But I don't think it's, it's something tone you, death. Want it. you want. It, you want it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's, it's, tone, it's death. tone death at, at a party. Yeah. Um, nobody told him. Um, Which is also fair. Like, you, If you're not informed, you can't make tonally appropriate decisions. Exactly. Um... So, all that's going on. So we get an oof from King Gorilla. Get an oof. Pour one out for King Gorilla, because, like I said, we, we, we do have to say goodbye to him in a couple episodes. And it's, it's it oof. is, it's, it's, well, it, his going out is kind of funny, not going to lie. Yeah. As funny as someone dying of cancer could be. Um, he has the last laugh. Uh, but... The fact that uh, Doc doesn't have insurance. Or That's money. a mood. I mean, some of our listeners who do not live in America don't understand that our healthcare system is completely for profit and makes no sense. Am I getting political? A little bit. Kind of angry right now, though, but at our vaccine rollout. So I'm justified. Um, <laughs> but, it's a little crazy. Yeah, it's stupid. It's it's it is it is stupid, bogglingly complicated, and overly complicated. overly complicated and roundabout, and it has when it doesn't need to be. Yeah, it is already. It's been politicized for decades before you know, any of this, anyway. You know. Yeah. Um. So he doesn't have insurance, and he probably makes too much to qualify for state insurance. Uh, because he is there is no way Doc is below the poverty line. <laughs> Uh, he may be broke, but he does not live in poverty. Um, and they wouldn't accept Hatred's Diners Club. Um, so they're going to have to call on illegal surgery, friends. Well, because the problem was not that they weren't treating him. It was that when they put him into the MRI machine. He went all Jiffy Pop. We had unknown pieces of metal from that uh, from when previous Billy, from when Billy from reattached when his arm. Billy reattached his arm. So honestly, Billy, uh, this is like under warranty at this point. Because like maybe a year, year and a half, if that has passed since that happened. And it's not like Dr. Venture was you know, able to inform Sergeant Hatred that hey, I had my arm illegally reattached. 
No, but one would think it would be on his medical. No, it wouldn't. No, it's illegal. It's it's all everything. Illegally practiced. Everything Billy does is under the table. Legally Uh, suspect. uh, Legally sus for a good long while here. It's going to be legally sus. Don't worry. It gets it. It becomes it becomes less legally sus. Um, But we get (laughs) the the bat signal. The, the conject tech signal, which I live for that design. I live for that design. It's I live, I live, design. I live for the conjecture cycle. I, uh, that entire, the, yeah, the, that entire sequence. Disconnect which, and then reconnect for no reason. Um, just because they can. Just because they can. Uh, the motorbike with the sidecar is 10 million bucks. Um, so they've been getting checks, just tossing that out there as a mouse tool. Uh, we learned more checks, large checks from, uh, an unknown entity. Uh, well, we know at least some of it was insurance fraud. Maybe. See, we don't know for sure. You got to look in the, their, their, their clues dropped. Uh, we learned, uh, they're, they're dropping crumbs. From, for who's crumbs, giving them, yeah. who's giving them all that money, uh, but they've spent part of it on the conjecture cycle. Which, to be fair, it is cool. It is cool, and it's a great sequence, and punctuated by uh, Thorwell's music. Then yeah. too, mm-hmm. which uh, is on volume two. If you guys look for it, uh, are looking for some hot music to listen to, it's on uh, volume two of the venture soundtrack uh but uh you know you gotta when you when you need medicine done at home you call on uh pete and billy mostly billy pete mostly billy billy's there for moral support and uh immoral attention That's Pete, Pete's just sort of there, uh, and he's then also an assistant. he's a tall assistant. Someone mentioned something that uh, shared a post about, uh, like an onion post. It was like two friends both think the other, best friends think the other one is the sidekick. Like that's the relationship beating Billy out, and we we deal with that next episode. We'll mm. we'll deal we'll deal with how they both think they're the sidekick. <laughs> but um 21 has issue um it's a good issue this is some solid osha violations here yeah um so brock hasn't doesn't use guns i don't know if you all have noticed he's not he's not a gun person i mean he's outright said he's not a gun person i mean he'll he'll he'd rather use a bowie knife um Totally. Hatred, on the other hand, is the opposite. Is all about Hatred, them firearms. Hatred does not, you know. He's like, and even oh, helper. Sounds good. Even helper no, has guns. Because uh, well, he his lower half's now a walking eye. A walking eye. Um, so they need body armor, uh, which they've now. Twenty one has had to sell. Star Wars action figures to get body armor, which is something no one should have to do. Uh, But also, like, you know, props to him, you know, for having those available to be able to do that, to then advocate for it. Yeah, to then advocate for it uh, for the other henchmen. And then the fact that... retractable wings. Retractable wings because the doors are ridiculous and they get stuck. It's just an all-around horrible design. Um, and I then mean, also he outs that the fine. It's just it uh, as as things. It's not effective. It's no longer efficient. Uh, and he outs that the henchmen are making above about minimum wage, although some aren't getting paid at all. Some so seem to be interns. Yep, unpaid internships. Yeah. So uh, he he's come up with this crazy. 
uh, amazing. New hench, a new hench suit, right? It's uh, beautiful. It really, it really is, and it would make the fluttering horde look gorgeous uh, compared to, and I'm sure it would work a lot better than the Death's Head panoply. It's it's mobile. It's lightweight. Like it's flexible. Uh, it so, has an actual head, and, and he has, and he has, and he has slides to go along with it. That's what kills me. Is that he made a fucking he put effort. He made a PowerPoint presentation. He did mockups. He did his research. He he used 3D like he went all out. Um, and so uh, let's let's let me uh, let me go over the Mighty Monarch Mark uh, Five hench suit. Please do. It is made from a flexible poly alloy and is lightweight, fireproof, and bulletproof. Uh, and to quote his complete uh, thing. Uh, in keeping with our insect theme, the turbo hydraulic exoskeleton increases the wearer's strength and agility tenfold. But is, it is not all about defense. The Mark V also boasts an impressive array of offensive weapons, including grappling spears, gas-propelled rockets, 25-millimeter heat-seeking fire-and-forget missiles, all controlled via heads-up display built right into the state-of-the-art helmet. And it is also made out of Monarcha Mesh, which is a made-up name for Kevlar, because Kevlar is trademark. So they can say Ceramic it. body armor is also another word for it. I, I like Monarcha Mesh. That's... I also like that quite a bit. That's a solid company. Um, <laughs> that's a solid company. This name you could trust. Monarcha Mesh. Uh, so... There's also little notes uh, on the hench suit for uh, the wrist launch rockets describing what they are. So there's the Viceroy, which is three target delivery uh, and no payload. Uh, the Red Devil, which is uh, gas payload, long distances. Standard, heat seeking and fire and forget. And Pain Onion, armor decimating variable payload. Very effective. Yeah. Uh, costs a lot of money, though, so they, they can't afford it. I mean, they have to, like, f you know, focus on keeping the bandwidth down, I mean. Yeah, you see the those fact that... Charges? The fact that that's what it comes to. And he's using it for work. I don't know why she's complaining. Uh, unfortunately, though, they don't have the money, except for... Uh, Surprise, this is Monarch's midlife crisis episode. Because he's uh, about 40. Um, and his, <laughs> his cellmate is dying of lung cancer. His former cellmate. Uh, and so what do you do? What's the first thing you do when you have a midlife crisis? Retail, shop, retail therapy. And what is normally the first retail therapy thing? Usually for, uh, I would say males in that instance it tends to be a really sexy car some, or some kind of vehicle or some mode of conveyance yeah boats motorcycles uh what, <laughs> what about uh a biodiesel fueled butterfly shaped glider butter glider to be fair it looks badass like it actually it really it class. really does it really does poor timing poor timing on 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 monarch's part but oh, the yeah. butter glider um is honestly probably one of my favorite props that they have it's exquisite it's really good it's fun it's a fun one um and it costs like half a mil oops so you know but they, can't, but they can't afford the Mark V. God. It's just... He's having his midlife crisis. This whole episode is him just having a complete a breakdown. Not that Monarch handles anything well. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, Ever. This is, this is particularly not good, though. 
But this is particularly poor, poor timing. Him. Just poor timing all around. All around, uh, yeah. Uh, so we, uh, as as you said before, uh, the bleeding we, spot on Doctor Venture's shoulder that the MRI set off uh, is where he put the pins when he reattached the arm in Victor Echo November, and. Uh, Thus begins, though... The great diagnosis. The great uh, house-like diagnosis. Which, by the way, Pete and Billy... You can tell me they're they're not a thing. They are a thing. They may not know they're a thing, but they are a thing. Like, this is, this is above... At least emotionally, they're a thing. Emotionally, they are pretty much married. Um, they may not know it. <laughs> and, and 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 these and it's little things like this that oh yeah he sucks on house we both are um like that sort of it's shit so cute. it's cute they're cute they're adorable um but we get some differential diagnoses we gotta we gotta you know uh toss the the thinking ball around you know and you know and, and these are all valid things that could potentially cause partial paralysis. And a terrifically unhealthy super scientist Rusty's age, which is about I think by season four he's like 45. Yeah. Ish. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. 45, 44. Somewhere around there. He's he's in his, you know, early to mid 40s. Yeah. Uh, leaning more towards mid. Leaning uh, more heavily on the mid, but Leaning heavily on the mid and being terrifically unhealthy and a former addict and all sorts of a a mess genetically and physically from years of adventure adventuring. Yeah, you know, Uh, just it's not a you know physically he's not having a good time. No, so stroke is the most likely culprit. Valid, which is reasonable. his x-rays showed no signs of spinal injury and the blood work ruled out snake bite, Lyme disease, or red toad shellfish poisoning, as well as Dean's theory. Lazy, Lazy face. face. I like, um, I really like Hanks because uh, I still have that belief that it takes 30 years to digest gum as a gum swallower. I still swallow gum, and I have that. I thoroughly believe that. I thoroughly believe that I'm just going to get gravely ill because I've swallowed gum. You, you don't. No, I, I know. I, yeah. I know. I know I, deep down. I'm 28 years old. Theoretically, to properly, you know, to properly digest a piece of gum, yeah, I could see it taking, you know, maybe not 30 years. But you know, longer. Than I don't think it takes chunk of food. But you usually... uh, yeah, no, not thirty years. It, that's 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 an urban myth. Yeah. Uh, see, now I gotta we gotta open up our normally, handy dandy. Normally, you just pass it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Unless um, you have something like you know something else going on in your GI tract. How long does it take to? Boiled potatoes? No. <laughs> I don't... It really depends on the potato. Digest gum. Here we go. Thank you, Google. If you swallow gum, rest assured that it won't take seven years to digest. Apparently, that's the new theory. Your body can safely pass gum within a few days. Even still, swallowing large amounts of gum isn't recommended. Research shows a large amount of gum can lead to intestinal blockages, especially in children. So, uh, the rumor, so he's, he's way off. It's not 30 years. It's yeah. seven is the urban legend. I knew 30 seemed like way too long. Yeah, 30 is like, I, that would depend on the gum. <laughs> that would depend, like, what type of gum are you eating in that? Shoe leather? Uh, yeah. I mean, I could see. I could the see, forbidden gum? Like, could, you know. I could see Jonas Venture like handing him an eraser and be like, it's gum. And then Rusty tries to chew it and swallows it. And it's actually just an eraser. 
That sounds about right. Well, who hasn't swallowed an eraser at some point? I haven't. Chewing on the end of your pencil as a child? No, I was spat We're just out. hitting all sorts of revelations of my self-stimming. You swallow gum and you eat erasers. I don't eat erasers on purpose. I used to chew on the end of my pencil. No, I, I used don't to anymore. as well. I used to really, I was- And more than pencil. once, and more than once, the eraser came off and went down my throat. That is what I'm saying. No, that's fair. I just, I never, I was always a wood chewer. I wasn't like the metal bit. Uh, see, I, I chewed on the end. See, that I would chew, favorite. I would like stick it, you know, I would like kind of like a dog and a bone it. <laughs> no, we're totally fine. We're fine. We're adults. We're fine. We just have oral fixations yeah um and i'm only one of us that doesn't smoke that's the thing that kills me out of all yeah (laughs) and i'm the one with the more oral fixations and yet i don't smoke my body is a temple look my body may be a temple but i am the goddess to which it is uh (laughs) devoted um and mine requires incense offerings it's pretty good. Um, so Hank's theory is that he, he swallowed some chiclets as a child and they finally come home to roost. Which I love that. that and I like song. how Pete is so ready to write it down, but Billy tells him not to. No, write it down. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Put it on put it on the big board. Um because no, that's too good of a and hatreds And hatreds will think of a... Don't you just have a machine to look inside him? Like an MRI? I womp, mean, womp. x-rays, ultrasound. But because they can't do that because of the metal plates, which I'm sure Billy doesn't know exactly where they are either. Yeah. <laughs> in the body. <laughs> like, I, like, he knows they're in the arm. He just doesn't know exactly where. Or, you know, what else Doc has had done to him. God, right? Because Billy can't have been his only illegal doctor. Over the years, how much lead do you think Rusty Venture has consumed? Jesus. Right? Exactly. X-rays ain't gonna work. Um, But, you know, being cliche as ever, Billy does think that it'd be a good idea if they had a submarine. You know, look at his brain. It's a classic. It's a classic! It's a classic, and I I agree with its usage. I mean, I'll be fair, I... I've only finally saw Inner Space like, three days ago in preparation of recording this. (laughs) Uh, So, my connection to uh, the trope of shrinking down and going inside the body, uh, Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus, yeah. Yes! (laughs) But I did finally watch Inner Space. Um, that was really good. The, the one. Uh, they also did it in, you know, Rick and Morty, you know, more recently. Yeah, the, yeah, they did it recently in... Uh, Anatomy uh, Park. Anatomy Park, yes. Um, what else? Yeah. What movies have, yeah. Yeah, the, I think the big one for yeah. at least people of our generation would be Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus, yeah. Because every uh, pe- school has people of a that. people of a certain age. Yeah, you've all or you've read the book that it's based on, the Magic School Bus book. Oh yeah, uh, and there have been like other inside the body sort of episodes of, of things. Like, there was, wasn't there a Rugrats one? Like, I don't fucking know. I don't remember at this point. But that was imaginary. There was a Courage the Cowardly Dog version of it. There was a Billy and Mandy episode with being inside the body, getting shrunk and walking into the body. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is all. It has to do with children's programming. Yeah. Well, it's but it's a classic science fiction. Oh yeah. I mean, it, Doctor Who did it, yeah. but it didn't go inside a human body. It went inside a Dalek. So alien body. Um. 
so while they're busy acquiring a submarine, we get this interlude by the monarch, uh, written by uh, Mr. Doc Hammer. This song was uh, fun fact that was the scratch track that Chris McCulloch recorded. That uh, <laughs> so that's like you know uh, first pass, yeah, <laughs> scratch first pass at it, and that's what went to air. Um, it's so beautiful. It, it's beautiful. Uh, God, God bless him for being able to hit those notes, because Lord knows I can, uh, and I've tried uh, in my best monarch voice. Uh, that doesn't happen. It just breaks, which I mean works. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it harkens back to sort of a Disney esque love song. Yeah, yeah, Aladdin. You've got you know a whole yeah. new world esque kind of flight scene and if you couldn't decipher the lyrics because of uh monarch's high-pitched screeching voice it is uh on your metal wings astride with your glistening extra parts you glide it's just you and i up here santa got it wrong with his eight reindeer butter gliding no more hiding things that are wonderful butter crying to be heard over petty jealousy. Let's make love, butter glider. Let's find a way to grind. And all our hot bubble butter babies will fly to the moon. There's something. <laughs> look, like, it, it sounds even better when you don't sing it. You just read the lyrics. You're just look, like. Look, you know, I remember the story about the guy who kept banging his truck. A couple like years ago, I've I outed myself uh, on Facebook recently as uh, one of my guilty pleasures, the TV shows, being my strange addiction. Um, yeah, I've the, seen the the guy who bangs who literally bangs his truck. Yeah, he fucks the exhaust pipe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But also, monarchy. First of all, you're married. <laughs> Second of all, you're having a mental breakdown. Uh, he, he wants not uncommon for him. Butter glider. Well, it is really cool, wouldn't you? I wouldn't want to fuck it. Not just rub up against it. And no. Go to town. Go to town. That's that. That that'd get weird. Um, like I've seen some weird shit on the internet that that would get weird. That would be like, oh, okay, I guess. That's the, yeah, that's when we need to close down the internet. Um, I'm sure there's rule 34 out there. Please don't send it to us. Uh, I, I kind of want to see it just. No, no. Research sake. No, because then I see it because we both get the same <laughs> stuff. If you can find Garden's Twitter, send it to her. I don't want to see it. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, I mean. I don't know if you've noticed, but all of the venture uh, vehicles are X dash a number. Mm -hmm. the and X the submarine, the X1 is the plane. You got the X2, which is the boat that uh, JJ has. The X3, which is the submarine that is not there. It is gone. Uh, which also, why have a submarine there? You're, they're landlocked. <laughs> Landlocked in Colorado. It, <laughs> you never know when you need a submarine. You never know, and uh, but don't worry, Sphinx has one. Um, Which somehow got to somewhere where there was pirate pirates, and then returned. with pirates, with pirates and cockles. So that makes me wonder. Like there must be some kind of tunnel to the sea. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a river. No, do you know what this means, Riley? Secret talk. Secret. No. Uh, the secretly forty million dollar funded nuclear submarine that belongs to Sphinx. Sphinx. Uh, piloted by Shirley Van Brock. Um, which Hunter does not want to let them use. No, and I like I like the guilting that Hank attempts. <laughs> like, are you prepared to adopt us when my dad dies? No, but I considered an extremely late-term abortion. 
Hunter. They yeah. are. I love them. I love. I love Hunter. I really. I really do. I really love Hunter Gathers. Savage. Um, we find out that uh, they've given up trying to brainwash Hank and Dean because they find him. Or at least Brock just about, keep doing it because at this point they find him about once a week and it's making a buggy. Uh, and we get the best one of the ongoing like funny exchanges in the series. Uh, they can't keep doing it because it's making a buggy. Uh, Dean, what day is today? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Now, Hank, what color is my tongue? It's kind of kind of Wednesday, like a like a light Wednesday. I like the concept of a light Wednesday. Like a light Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I like to think that he still calls Pink that, like the rest of the series. Like he's broken. Like he's because he like gets Tuesday. he gets further broken at some other point from like the Tuesdays mind eraser. Eternally Sagittarius. Yeah. Exactly. They, you know, they're, the funny they're, thing. Getting, they're getting buddy, buggy. They're getting a little buggy. It's like, how, how many other like random things get mixed that they just haven't discovered yet? Exactly. Exactly. How many? Is uh, broccoli no longer broccoli? Uh, I, I like how that's the one thing that convinces Hunter. I mean, to be fair, when you call, start calling pink a light Wednesday. The kind of a light Wednesday. That's, that's a problem. You I know. Got a problem. Today is Sagittarius. Like you know. <laughs> um. So we also get one of the best hatred descriptors. Yes. So they pry him out of my cold, dead, hugging hands. Also, the use again, the use of Brock's name for Brock blocking. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It's, 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 it's so much fun. Um, so we got Brock and Charlie going in the sub inside a dock, which is surprisingly easy to do. And the boys. And yeah, the boys, uh, Brock and Charlie in the six sub. Shrink them down. Take them out. A little bit of saline. Huh. That was easy. Uh, I like I like that he's genuinely surprised how easy it is. I mean, that to any to any other scientific community, that would be an incredibly difficult and crazy thing to do. Um. But this is like it's it's the ventures. It's a walk. It's ventures. Like, huh? All right. Thought it'd be harder. Um. I really, Hank and Dean, when they get together, they get that weird twin energy. They, they get us energy, honestly. Uh, like reciting the old Operation commercial. Yeah. Uh, driving Brock that? insane. Have you ever done that in the car with someone where you just start like ticking on something? Ticking yeah. on something. Someone else gets All in the on time. it. Your parents are like, shut the fuck up. And then the other parent starts ticking on it as well. Yeah, which Shirley does. He joins oh, in. Thank you, Shirley. But do you yeah. remember that commercial? Yeah, the old operation commercial. I love this. The wacky commercial. doctor's game. Um, Butterfingers. There goes his funny boat. Harkening back to like the time, the day before time began. Uh, and. They, uh, they're placing bets on, uh, what's causing Dr. Venture's condition, which, I mean, reasonably so, because think brain tumor. I mean, yeah, there's tumor, so, t- half partial paralysis. I mean, yeah, it's a tumor or a clot, it's something like that. Um, hatred won't join though, because he's a party pooper, and he got banned from, uh, I can't remember the name of the place. A casino. It was yeah. a casino. He got banned from a casino. It's a gambling problem. Uh, and uh, it doesn't take long for them to find the issue, which is a big pile of something. 
some sort of embolism, which for people who don't speak medical, blood clot. Or clotted blood. Yes, yeah, so, some kind parts. of clotting, usually some around a major artery. A major artery, which would, in turn, partially paralyze the person. I can talk so, English. I know I know that that is paralysize is not a word. Just ignore me. <laughs> um, Meanwhile, the monarch really, <laughs> he the really, monarch's, he he's thought, really breaking down here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sheila she hurting herself on the fucking. Stubbing her toe on the fucking butter glider. Butter glider. In bed. In bed with her husband. And he is like fetal wrapped around that thing. I know. He is he wants that butter glider. And she never supported him in the butter glider. And why does she have to put a label on it any everything? Why can't she let him have this? Mind you, this has been like three hours since he fucking got the damn thing. He accuses her of being jealous of the butter just, glider. It, of the butter glider. I'm sure there. It feels like the things broke down would would have broken down even more if the scene had continued to play out without her storming out of the room uh, like and deciding that that he could have well. his ridiculous fucking butter glider. And the fact that the monarch talks to it like she didn't mean that. She didn't mean that. <laughs> so uh, we're they start attacking the embolism, and we um, get another thing. Uh, a distinctly not clot piece of metal with a venture industries logo. So either pops a robot or uh more likely uh they already did the inters- they already did the inner space thing and uh we're stuck and that is what happened to the sevens uh, the sevens the seventh clone set of the boys because we didn't see all their deaths. Uh, and also what happened to the submarine. Why they couldn't find it. 28 individual boys. Uh-huh. Two of which have been rotting inside Dr. Venture's body. As blood clotted around their decomposed flesh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That's... It's that's grim. It's, it's grim is what it is. It's grim. Yeah. Um... So we're going to play more into, uh, I told you we were going to start leaning heavily into it, uh, 21's crush on uh, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch. Oh, really heavy. Oh, you you don't know heavy until later on this season. I, I, I can see, um, I can kind of see where it's going. Yeah. So uh, she bribes him. Says, you know, maybe you guys should go on strike. Because if you went in Arched Venture, that would have that would stop this fucking crazy butter glider nonsense. And if you do, we could work out the body the body armor issue. I mean, it's a win win for everyone. And he got to buy our drink. They talked. Yeah, they talked. Technically, but outside of work. Outside, yeah, and I like how uh, you know, twenty one. Uh, he knows he it's it's a good henchman's duty to know. Uh, what uh, the preferred drinks is of uh, their mates. Yeah, exactly. It's great. It's great. It's like a good Um, butler. A good valet. Yeah. 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 They know what to do before you even know what you need them to do. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, this is a win-win for them. Yeah. Um, uh, and they seem to be making headway on Doc, too. He's starting to get better. His lazy face is cleaning up. Uh, until there's a bunch of intruders. Oops. Uh, and also, also... The dudes who's forgotten his key. The Sphinx folks, which I guess is like, I wish I knew more about what happened with the Sphinx guys on the Venture Combat. Like, yeah, them forgetting their keys and getting... I mean, like, this must be, like, a daily it's not... or, like, at least weekly in- incident of someone forgets their keys to get home. Yeah, like, it is, it, yeah, and I like how they, 
I mean, as much as Hunter doesn't want to admit it, they've sort of given up on hiding <laughs> that they're there. Yeah, I mean, at this point, they know, like, people know. Because, like, once the cat's out of the bag, it's really hard to put the cat back in the bag. Yeah, it's like toothpaste. You can, um, can. it's gonna be messy. Uh, I, and I mean, to Brock's credit, he, it sounds like he covered up really well uh, that Hank and Dean are clothes. <laughs> By, like, coming up with an excuse that someone stole their clothes. Shrink themselves and drive a submarine into their father, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you gotta love Hank and Dean's naivety. You really do. Also, uh, with the amount of times they've been brainwashed so far, they might just not have the brain cells left to comprehend it. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, Between the cloning and the brainwashing. So, they're, it's, they're, they're a little screwed. They're a little screwed. Uh, so, all of the monarch henchmen are outside not in full uniform. <laughs> Impartial uniform. Uh, and they're not working for the monarch tonight. So it's, and even though it's against Guild Werewolves to arch uh, during a medical emergency, which gotta love those little dabbles of Guild lore. Uh, and even though they admit those are the rules, uh, they're not working for the monarch. Doesn't matter right now. Uh, so, uh, not not one of their issues. Uh, <laughs> fucking hatred. I, um... He takes those trig charts like a champ, to be fair. He does. Yeah. Like, and, uh... And, and everything's almost done. They're about to extract everyone from Doc's tear duck. Doc is doing better. Uh, until hatred comes and fucks it up because he might be having a heart attack. And I have used this direct line, word for word, the, I am overweight, over 50, and I am speedballing trank darts and pure adrenaline. Like, I have used a version of that, like, my own tweet. Have, have you ever, like, I am over, I am overweight, over 25, and I am speedballing Red Bull and pure adrenaline. Like that's where I'm at. Or no, I have uh, so so I've had the incident where like I I will drink an energy drink usually if I'm on the road or something, and then I'll like try and take some Zequil and the like, the wild hallucinations that end up happening as you're falling asleep. It's it's crazy. I might, I might be having a heart attack. Uh, yeah, it's it's like whoa. I am not okay. <laughs> whoa. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and he and he still has his gun out, which he definitely should not have any firearms at this. No, moment. he's not doing. He's, he's not, not doing so hot. He's not doing too hot. Helper has risen from the ashes. You know. big, but he's been compromised. He's being very, very much threatened with a very large gun. Uh, well, not only that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's aiming his own turret at him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean. So, Helper reduces all the security... And also, uh, Dr. Mrs. in good wife fashion, uh, knocks Monarch out of his butter guy or crazy with, uh, with, you know. The henchmen are gone. Henchmen are striking. They're arching Dr. Venture. Without you and your stupid fucking butter glider. <laughs> it still looks badass. God, I love the butter glider. I really do love the butter glider. It is such a good. Um, it's such a good piece of equipment. Uh, so they got Shirley Bow. Shirley's out. Uh, they don't have uh, Brock or the boys there. They are going all over Doctor Venture. All over Doctor Venture's in turtles. Uh. And um, as the monarch comes 
barging in. Um, I really like uh, Pete's line here, though. Because uh, they're, they're not Hank or Dean, Pete and Billy. And, and, you know, due to a medical emergency, the parts of Hank and Dean will be played by Billy Quizboy and Pete White this evening. It's <laughs> such a classic, like, TV theater thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're they're the Hank and Dean understudies. Yeah, Pete, Pete and Billy. Like that's who you want to understudy you. An, albi- an albino and, and a boy genius. No, a boy, boy, a boy genius who is actually thirty-seven. Like <laughs> that. That's who you want. Um, oh yeah. Also. Another reminder that the Monarch and Pete and Rusty and Underbite, Underbite. Uh, and I, I assume uh, Sheila too, maybe. She's, she might be actually a couple years below the Monarch. Uh, they all went to the same college. They all went to state. <laughs> uh, and apparently monarch was a fan of him i mean you know the white room of the white room that got canceled after he uh you know yeah after various episodic incidents episodic incidents involving uh calling out someone's crush mm-hmm whose name is the guy's name i completely see he's such a menial character i've completely forgotten <laughs> his name uh you you know who i mean the robot guy the leslie robot guy him yeah i could look it up but i'm lazy um <laughs> yeah that dude uh so they really though it just it goes it goes balls to the wall. And I mean we've we've seen shrinking, but now we see growing. Well, I, I love that the boys and Brock crash into Doc's brain and makes him slug monarch. Uh-huh. I know, don't you just wanna watch him just I wanna watch like fuck mech mech fuck doc. Him. Mech doc. Let's let's get mecha rusty in here. Um but like that's some Pacific Rim shit right there, right? Exactly. Uh, and I mean, we have, like I said, we have seen shrinking. We have never seen growing. We almost saw growing once. Now we see growing. Now we see growing, and apparently it grows hardcore. No, I guess we saw growing once. They grew Billy, but he didn't turn into a giant. He just turned into regular. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um. <laughs> Giant Doc. Giant Doc, don't you want to? It's massive. This also happened in the um, Rick and Morty episode. Yeah, you got gianting someone to get the mini thing, out, the mini submarine out of their body. Yes. Uh, did not happen in Magic School Bus because uh, Ms. Frizzle is somehow more competent than it's any of these Ms. people. Ms. Frizzle's a Time Lord. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, don't worry. They got a. They got him out. They got him out, and uh, bonus. Uh, our our after credit scene. Well, well, the bonus is that the monarch's butter glider is broken. Yeah. R.I.P. Butter glider. Never forget. And. Uh, normal size Sphinx sub is headed straight towards Monarch. <laughs> Don't worry, he's fine. Don't worry, he's fine. He's fine. That's what he gets. Um, so, meanwhile, we're still trying... There's them from the boys by the end credits scene. The boys are Brock. He's they're, in they're, there. They're in there. Uh, describing where they are. Uh, yeah, everything is all Wednesday in here. Pink, he means pink. Oh, yeah, that narrows it down. So, uh, unfortunately, they're at the prostate. That's prostate. That's that's unfortunate. Cupcakes. 
Cupcakes is back. And that's not the last time we see the Cupcakes Girl either. I love like the Cupcakes more, magazine. We see her like one more time. We see Cupcakes Girl. Just the girl, not the magazine. We see the actual girl once. I love Cupcakes. I, that's such a good fucking name. for. And Soft Touch Lotion. Ugh. And, and unfortunately, you know Pete's the one who's going to have to do the deed. Yeah. So. That's all sorts of oof. Yeah. This episode was just so much it's it's a lot it's it 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 it's one of those like really jam-packed episodes it's very jam-packed it, there's like not even a moment of lulling in the plot like sometimes there, you'll it get a, like a, a talky scene where you're like oh this is kind of lulling a bit but at least you know it's funny but uh, for this, it's like emotional hit after funny bit after emotional bit after funny bit after, oh my god, I'm dying at this fucking musical number to action. The song itself is like really magical. Like, it's, it's really magical. It's a really Diamond Bell versus piece. some of Butterguiders stand out. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it. And, and the fact that, you know, you just you got so much happening in one episode. It, it's impressive that they could fit that much. Like, I mean, you look at it laid out like this, as opposed to, like, in the actual episode, you look at it just, like, segment by segment and break it down. Uh, it's amazing that that's a 22-minute episode to me. Yeah, that I'm blows like, my mind. What? Well, there's also just so much visual information that we get to. Take yeah, it's in. there's there's a lot of visual stuff you take in too. It's a, yeah. a lot like um, what else had a lot going on in, in, at one time. Um, oh, we got a lot in um, the Better Man. Yeah, that was a lot of visual storytelling, and this this one had a lot of visual storytelling with not a lot of. Like, there, there's talking bits in it, but, like, some of the things that are pivotal to the plot are not spoken. No, it's all, it's visual-based. Yeah. And I mean, and, and the talky bits, they, they just enhance the visual bits. Um, it's just, I, this is an amazing episode. It's it's delightful. Uh, Diving Bell versus Butter Glider is delightful. Uh, I, I sing it, I've... I've sung its praises multiple times in the last uh, week and a half uh, doing other non-guild related things. And I was uh, continuing within to the fandom. So, yeah, yeah, it's 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 just, and I and it gets overlooked. I think it's like this is which is unfortunate, <laughs> which is unfortunate episode. because. Season four has a lot of episodes that just sort of stand out. And I feel like um, when you look at the season as a whole, Diamond Bell gets overlooked. The Butterglider episode gets overlooked because you get big, ep- like you, you get like three heavy hitters. Some, yeah, there, there's going to be coming some big up. ones coming up. Uh, you get uh, Any Which Way But Zeus, which is a big one. You got Everybody Comes to Hanks, which is massive. Assisted Suicide, The Silent Partners. All of these... Like, part two of this of season four is full of so many heavy hitters that I that diving bell gets overlooked. It, it gets it gets overlooked when uh, people are looking at the season as a whole, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate because <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Anyway, uh, next time. Next time, when you hear us. Uh, we will be discussing Pump and Circuitry, which uh, it's it, it's a big it's a bit of a big deal because uh, uh, this is sort of uh, Hank and Dean's passage into being actual adults, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It shows that they are growing up. And they've um, really never made it this far. They've no, they've never made it this far, and they're uh, yeah, we're we're 
This the next the second half is is sort of the senior year of sorts for them. As as terrible as the pun is, we are venturing into unknown territory. I fucking hate you. That's a lie. I, I love you. I adore yeah, you. Yeah. Don't, don't think I hate Garth. Yeah, we're, we, we rag on each other, guys. We rag on each other, but it's out of love. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we'll be looking at Pomp and Circuitry. Uh, end it like we know how? I think we shall. In the three, two, one, go, go team, team Venture. Team Venture. We love you guys. Have a great night.